Welcome to the Bucket List Buster Travel Show. Your Bucket List Buster Travel Show helps you make your bucket list dreams come true. Host Karen Duncan spent decades running the travel business. She, along with other industry experts, share their knowledge, travel stories, and wisdom about how to travel, where to travel, and how to have a stress-free adventure. Tune in. Give yourself permission to focus on yourself. Create lifelong memories with families and friends. And finally learn to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. And here's the host of your show, Karen Duncan. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, guten tag, bonjour, jumbo, board tarde, everything's irie, and good afternoon. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Hello, my good people. How are you doing this wonderful Thursday? It is a fabulous time of year. We're heading up to back to school. I know some of you parents out there are going, hallelujah. The kids are not so happy, perhaps. Um, or they may be because they've been sitting at home bored all the time. I kind of miss that time of my life when my kids were all excited about seeing their friends and, and all of that. It, I do miss that. Be thankful and enjoy every minute you have with your wonderful children. So today's show is called The Traveling Teacher. It's never too late to start traveling. I have a guest speaker, Ruth Midland, who is one of my e-women sisters, who has recently moved from California to Cincinnati, of all places. You wouldn't think that'd be much of an upgrade, but she had plans and she had a goal and she's achieving that goal. Ruth is a successful business consultant that helps entrepreneurs and managers become more successful in their careers and companies to plan strategically in leadership, employee engagement and meeting facilitation. But when she's not helping others, she's discovering the world. Learn how she's catching up on destinations of this world and how Paris is her once and a lifetime favorite one time a year destination. We're also going to be talking about it not being too late um, for people that are 50 and over, some of the travel trends that we're seeing with, with my generation of travelers. And here's a really good one, the top mancation destinations. Mancations, we making all kind of vacations words out of vacation. We got staycations and mancations and all of that. It's it's fun. But according to hashtag men who blog, I'm going to talk to you about uh, the top destinations for our gentlemen friends. And then we're going to talk about the countries with the fastest Wi-Fi. It's not the USA, folks. You're going to be ultimately surprised at what comes up when we get to that segment. So let's get this party started today and get to my thoughts of the week. So it's been a crazy week in the world of travel. It has been. And there's a lot going on that's negative in parts of the world. I'm getting calls from people that say they don't want to plan uh, European trips for 2018. They want to stay in the U.S. of A and do some things here that they've never done. And that's all well and good. All I say is we cannot let terrorism win and that sounds like I'm taking the high road and I'm trying to because I love to travel. I hate to see 
countries, villages, towns, individual um, entrepreneurs, the little shop owners and restaurant owners around the world suffer because we are afraid to step outside our doors. Um, it's not like things can't happen to us here in the U.S. Um, so we have to make sure that we just remain vigilant when we travel. There are things that are going to happen out of our control that even if we knew ahead of time, there would be nothing we could do about it. So I don't want us to decide that life is going to be um, continued in our little box because traveling creates love. When we travel to different def destinations and we meet those little shop owners and we meet the tour guides and we learn about their families and what their dreams and aspirations are for their lives, it creates a, a bond of love. And that's what I, I keep pushing. I didn't realize that when I started on this mission in life about wanting to share the world of travel with, with as many people as possible that I would have a platform where I could talk about how if we would just step outside our box, go to the state next to your state, learn to find, learn about someone new, talk to someone you ordinarily wouldn't talk to when you're sitting on the bus, talk to someone of a different religion, find out where they came from, find out about their heritage, find out what their beliefs are get to know one another on a personal level so that we can create more love in this world. It's just about ignorance of each other that we have these uncomfortable um, thought processes and these, these, this learned hate, this learned hate from people that just are afraid to reach out and touch someone that's different than themselves. And I just want to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be Downy, Debbie Downer today on my show. I'm all about positive life experiences. You know that, but I really want us to think about how we can create an aura of love around ourselves. What does your light shine when you step outside your door? Does it welcome those that don't know you to perhaps pick up a conversation with you? When you walk outside your door and you're at the grocery store and you're standing in line, does that look on your face encourage people to want to speak to you and ask you about your day? We have to think about that. And when we think about it from a personal level of how we can, how we can generate a light of fun and excitement about being here and, and, and showing what our life's missions are, being excited about our day, our children, our family, then, then I believe that um, we will learn to love one another of all cultures, all religions, all, just everyone. It's all about love. And we had another exciting thing that happened. Let me tell you, that, you know, this is what's so fun about tourism. We made tourism out of the out of out of the sun and the moon the solar eclipse we had people traveling all over the world this week um to see not all over the world i'm sorry all over the country going from um, one end of the states to the other so that they could be in direct path of complete coverage for the solar eclipse and that is so cool 
that's how you know that people can get along. There was not one incident about people that came together in the campgrounds. They had long lines of traffic. They had people coming from all over that wanted to be there and be a part of this. And not one time was there a problem in any of these destinations that the police had to be called in for it. So that's how we know that we can make an impact, a positive impact on this world. We can get along if we want to. We've just got to have a commonality, a common interest, and the common interest should be love for one another. That's my comment for today. I'm gonna take a quick break, and when I get back, we're going to get started with all of the fun things that are trending and travel in this week. This is your Bucket List Buster, Karen Duncan. I'll be back in a minute. Your Bucket List Buster Meetup. It's our second one. We're meeting this Saturday, August the 26th at Tortuga Flats in Round Rock, Texas from 6 to 7.30 where Carolyn Sakaris of Scenic and Emerald Waterways is coming all the way from Dallas, Texas to talk to us about river cruising. I hope to see as many of you there as possible. If you want to join our meetup, go to meetup.com forward slash your bucket list buster sign up we've got over 120 members and i hope that all 120 members are going to come out and and say hello to carolyn and show her some love as she talks about river cruising and if if, if river cruising is not for you then bring your mom your aunt your uncles your cousins bring people out so that they get a chance to hear about scenic and emerald waterways as we go down the rivers of europe and asia that's right talk to you soon your bucket list buster meetup this saturday the 26th at 6 p.m all right i'm back you guys yes i am so trend watch According to Travel Agent Magazine, one of my go-to resources for finding out the latest trends in all travel, guess what the number one mancation destination is? I'm going to save that one for last. So a new survey conducted by Man Tripping and hashtag Men Who Blog found that better than one in four of the 500 plus men polled said that their top pick for a mancation would be a, I'm gonna leave it to last. The other choices on the survey include a Florida golf trip, Kentucky bourbon trail, Lake Tahoe ski trip, a sport fishing in Puerto Vallarta, that's on my list, and a Montana dude ranch adventure. The vacation options were selected based on the most popular topics on mantripping.com and inquiries from readers compiled over the past nine years. The number one top mancation spot is an Alaskan cruise. That's right, it is an Alaskan cruise. So let's also talk about the countries that have the fastest public Wi-Fi. This is also according to Travel Agent Magazine, my go-to source for travel trends. 
So average download speeds, while uh, it says Wi-Fi loving travelers know what to expect when visiting a given destination if you check out the details prior to going. So the U.S., I'm just going to tell you, is ranked number 20 out of, on this list. We are the last of the list. So starting from number one, Lithuania, Croatia, Estonia, Ireland, Romania, UK is number six, Denmark is number seven, Hungary is number eight, Belgium, Slovenia, Bulgaria, Singapore, Finland, Switzerland is number 14, Latvia, Germany, Sweden, Portugal's number 18, Canada's number 19, and the U.S. is number 20. That's just unbelievable to me. Here, Canada, the U.S., and the U.K. are supposed to be, you know, the top-notch countries in the world. And we're, we're really slow in comparison. So just to give you some comparison, Lithuania download speeds is 15.40 megabytes. MBPS. The US is 6.89. So that's how far apart we are, guys. We got to get it together. We need to get it together and get some faster speeds. I need it when I'm downloading my shows and and doing all this fun stuff that I do. We need some uh, faster speeds. Okay, so let's talk about what the um, folks over 50 are looking at in terms of travel trends. One of the first things that we like to do as a baby boomer, and we're talking 50 and over, 50, 54 and over, I believe it is, is we like to go be lifelong learners. So I'm always learning about different things in the world. That's part of what I do. That's part of what I love. That's part of why I, why I travel. So cultural tours are very high on the list for people over 50. We get to learn new crafts, new skills. Food touring is huge. Cooking classes is on the rise. I am so looking forward to doing a cooking class when I go to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Grace Vacations and I are talking about doing Portugal next year. And, and food and wine is one of those things that we're going to do. Multi-generational travel. You have heard me talk about that and how even in my own family, we've done some multi generational tripping and it's the most fabulous and fun thing that um, I've experienced in a long time. Small group tours with flexible itineraries are available for travelers who are adventurous and want some um, creature comforts. Um, And then you have all-inclusive tours for people that are not afraid to do a more scheduled itinerary. So you get to go on a motor coach, And even including this next trend, which is the allure of river cruising, river cruising also includes tours on motor coaches. So it's a great way for you to see that part of the world, whichever part of the world you're on the river cruise. It's one of the fastest growing segments in group travel. Fantastic way to see um, that part, any part that you're, you're traveling to on river because you're just, you're parked right down there in the middle of it. We're going to talk about that. You heard the commercial about us having our meetup uh, this coming Saturday to learn more about river cruising. You need to come and see us still seeking adventure. So most people think 50 and over baby boomers, 
we're getting old, our bodies are getting crickety, we can't do adventure. Wrong, that's not so true. Adventure does not need to mean a physical adventure. It can be a new culture, it can be meeting the locals, trying new foods, getting off the beaten path, exploring new cultures and traveling to far corners of the earth, bike tours through wine country, glamping in South Africa, that's adventure as well. The next one is bucket list. Mm-hmm, I'm no dummy. That's why the name of this trip is called Your Bucket List Buster. The best thing about a bucket list, it says, is that it's personalized about meeting a goal and about making a dream come true. It doesn't matter if it's going to Machu Picchu, luxury wine tasting, there's a wine tasting again, tour in France, or maybe finally um, seeing a species of birds that you can't, that you've that you don't usually see at home. So those are some of the top trends for our, our over 50 travelers. I hope some of those things um, kind of excite your juices or get you thinking about what are the things that you have on your list that you want to do. And if you want to send me an email so we can talk about it, send it to yourbucketlistbuster at gmail.com. I'd like to hear more things that some of my over 50 travelers are doing out there to see what kind of fun you guys are having. So I'm going to take another quick break. And when I get back, we're going to talk to Ruth. And this is your bucket list buster, Karen Duncan. I'll be back in a minute. Tech travel from our friends at Wireless Traveler. Welcome back to Telecom Thursday. Tips with our friends over at Wireless Traveler. Well, we have an interesting and much followed topic this week all about traveling to Cuba and the many changes that have taken place over the past years and even continue to take place as we speak. Lots of rumors and speculation about what the current Trump administration will and will not do regarding travel to Cuba, but today we want to focus on telecoms in Cuba. For those of you who do plan to travel there before the end of 2017 and maybe even into 2018, you may want to be asking how best to communicate and stay in touch. As it happens, this is the most frequently asked question to the folks over at Wireless Traveler during the busy Cuba travel season, which starts up again early September and runs right through to March. There has never been more change in telecoms than what we're seeing in Cuba, and all good. From a complete ban on U.S. network providers in Cuba, we have seen from first Verizon in September 2016, and then more recently, AT&T entered the market, allowing U.S. citizens to use their Verizon and AT&T network international plans in Cuba. While this is great, it is certainly worth checking with your provider prior to leaving, as per-minute calling can be expensive. As high as $2.99 per minute. And if you can get data, which everyone is finding very patchy and quite unreliable, I'm sure not too much of a surprise to those of you in the travel industry, it will set you back up to $2.05 per megabyte. Just to put it into perspective, that would be 2005 for one gig. Yes, you heard that correctly. Data is expensive in Cuba. So for the most part, Wireless Traveler encourages their leisure and corporate clients to manage expectations when traveling to Cuba with the following advice. Keep all calling to a minimum. In fact, just best for emergencies. 
As much as possible, use texting to communicate, which ranges between 25 to 65 cents per message and normally includes free incoming text messages with most providers. As for Wi-Fi, try to use what you can get in hotels or restaurants, but really don't expect too much streaming or posting pictures back home while in Cuba, at least not on your next trip. Having said all that, there is light at the end of the tunnel as Google stepped in during 2016 to pay $40 million to Cubas who rented out their homes to Airbnb to improve the sluggish market. So watch this space as we expect to continue seeing plenty of exciting improvements and changes in how all enjoy our trips to Cuba, but it really is a step back in time for now. Can't wait to chat with you again next week for our Wireless Traveler Tech Talks. Hey, welcome back. Karen Duncan here, your bucket list buster. And we have the amazing Ruth Medlin here to talk with us today. Ruth owns Medlin Consulting, a company devoted to helping entrepreneurs and managers become more successful in their careers and companies to plan strategically in leadership, employee and engagement, and meeting facilities. She's a national speaker whose quest for helping entrepreneurs find their power and soar in their business endeavors and takes her to cities large and small. Her Power of One presentation is a sure winner for business owners who are finding their path to greatness. Welcome, Ruth. How are you? Hey, Karen. I am great. How are you today? I am good. It's a happy, happy new week, and life is is busy as usual, as we would have it no other way, would we? That's right. That's right. That's what entrepreneurs do. They make their own joy, no matter what the day of the week. That's exactly right. That is so <laughs> right. So where are where are you today? Are you what's your home base? First of all, well, you know, I am re recently relocated from California to Cincinnati, Ohio. So I'm actually at my new home in Cincinnati today. And you went from the wonderful weather of California to Cincinnati. Why? (laughs) Well, I get that question all the time. And I have um, a two-word answer that I'll give you. Number one is um, lack of water. (laughs) in the state of California. And number two is the intense fires that are surrounding Mm -hmm. California. So even though I, most people say, oh, California, sunny California. Yes, indeed, sunny. But my hometown is right in the center of the state and it starts getting hot there mid-May now. And Mm -hmm. they've suffered for, oh, 60, 75 days with temps up in the 105, 67 degree. I don't miss that at all. I'll trade humidity any day for that. Yeah. Well, I'm originally from Chicago and I live in Texas, but it can't get too hot for me. I've been cold, so cold that that's just something I never have to go back to if I can, if I can help it for sure. So Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you like Cincinnati? I am loving Cincinnati. It is just the most incredible town. Lots to do, lots to see. Everybody is so authentically warm and welcoming. I met with a a client today, and uh, she said, uh, 
well, gosh, I feel like I should welcome you to Cincinnati. And that seems to be the standard line. So uh, I just, I'm loving it here. This is one of the best things I've done. Perfect. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, easy enough. So I am, I bill myself as an entrepreneur and a national speaker, and businesses hire me to train their employees. And I also speak to groups, both large and small, about any number of topics. So whether it's a travel topic, whether it's workforce, whether it's conflict management, or any motivational topic you can come up with. Basically, that's what I do. So no two days are alike for me Mm -hmm. and no two jobs are alike for me, which I enjoy. I I like thriving on new and different things, meeting new and different people. So it's just an ideal job. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I like not knowing exactly how my day is going to go. You know, the basics are the same somewhat, but, but at any moment your day can take a change and go in a different direction. Um, especially if you is, don't have something specific planned and it, and, and that's okay with me. I know that's the really cool, cool part about it. So there's nothing like being an entrepreneur. I tell people that all the time. So what are, what's your greatest accomplishment professionally and per- personally so far? Well, you know, I just feel so blessed because I've, had what I consider to be a very blessed and fulfilling career. And my life is the same. I I just feel like God has shined down on me and given me most things that I've um, wanted and needed in my life. But, you know, the most recent accomplishment, and I kind of spilled the beans a little bit earlier, but I decided to move my my home and also then my business from sunny California across the state to since uh, across the nation to Cincinnati, Ohio. And, you know, I hadn't moved in 20 years, Karen. So can you imagine 20 years worth of mm-hmm. accumulation? And I moved from a 1300 square foot home to a 2500 square foot. Oh, home. wow. So, <laughs> you know, so everybody is like, you know, people are talking about, oh, I want to downsize. I want to downsize. Not me. I wanted to upscale. So Mm -hmm. I am just thrilled to have all this space. And gosh, we don't have basements in California. So now I have a a fully furnished basement that I'm just loving. I just, I go down there and just stare at the basement. I think it's so (laughs) great. (laughs) That's pretty good. And it takes a lot of guts to pick up your business. And move to yeah. a different um, to a different area of the of the country or the world. It's one thing to do it personally and and change jobs, but to to move your business takes a lot of guts. Well, you know, I I had a fully established business business in California, and you know, I was perfectly happy with my business in California. I loved my clients. I loved um, all the things that I got to do, but the actual climate of California between the the lack of water, the drought and the the fires and you know a couple of other things it was just not a good environment to stay in. And right. I was born and raised in California. So for this 
this girl to say I'm leaving California was just major, huge. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So how long, since you're one of my eWomen Network sisters, how long have yeah. you been a member of eWomen Network? I joined eWomen Network three years ago in um, the Fresno, California chapter. Mm-hmm. And when I moved uh, to Ohio, I was just thrilled to join as a platinum member to join the Cincinnati chapter, which is headed by the fabulous and ever amazing Amy Ostenegi. And it, it's just been wonderful. I, I've loved the transition immensely. And that not that wonderful that you can go from one place in the country to another place in the country and pick up with your organization that is made up of wonderful wwomenpreneurs and and um, they make you feel welcome. I mean, it's kind of like feeling like you're not starting anew by yourself. You know, you've got someone that you can connect with. You are so right about that. I felt at home the minute I walked into that first chapter luncheon. And actually, I had been a guest speaker for them. I had come out earlier in the year. But to actually know that this was now my home chapter and to be welcomed by, gosh, this is one of the biggest chapters, I think, in the nation. So to see all these wonderful, wonderful entrepreneurial women and, you know, some men, too, um, it's just been fantastic. I've loved it. Fantastic. So do you have a leadership role right now with eWomen or no? You know, um, since I'm really new um, in the chapter here in Cincinnati, I'm just kind of getting my feet wet here. And, you know, I'm happy to support Amy any way that I can. Um, You know, one of the workshops that I sometimes teach in businesses is um, to be a, a a leader at all levels. And sometimes that means Leading is like waiting to be called for the right job. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I feel like I am right now. Happy to help Amy and, you know, will accept the leadership role as it becomes part of um, Amy's world as well. Right. So what are some of your goals for yourself regarding your business now that you're in a new space and a new place? Right. Right. New space, new place. That's me. Well, my number one goal was, and I decided this before I moved, was to be open to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, um, when I moved, I I knew that I would be in some aspects starting over both personally and professionally, so I was okay with that. And when I got here, I just decided to become a sponge and just soak up everything and meet as many new people as I could and to begin with work with people that wanted me to be a part of their world. Right. Um, Of course, I had the opportunity to embrace all new things and that I encountered. So everything was like, I was like a kid in a candy store. Everything (laughs) was new and everything was exciting to me. So it's been, I would say it's just like the greatest experience and I would encourage anybody anyone, if you're thinking about making a move, a bold move, be open to that opportunity as they come up. Here's the way I figure it, Karen. Change is inevitable. You're not going to stop change. 
Mm-hmm. So I believe to embrace the process of change and let it lead you to the new opportunities that you were meant to be in. So, you know, it's just be open, um, be available, and perk those ears up to find out what's going on around you and how you can take that and make it your own. And and, and I, I do a lot of meditation, and my biggest um, accomplishment with that has been to just be quiet so that you can hear what the universe is telling you you're supposed to be doing at the certain time in your life. And, and that, that it's really good with what you're talking about right now. That is so true. You know, every morning I wake up in my new home and I, I have a small office on the, on the main floor and I come in and sit down with a cup of coffee and that's my, meditative day starter like okay Mm -hmm. which direction am I being led today and you're right just to be quiet and let it kind of wash over you as opposed to trying to be that planner where everything Mm -hmm. is planned to the nth degree sometimes you just got to let it be yep that's so true so I feel personally that you must be a person that has traveled quite a bit because people that have traveled and stepped into new places, new destinations outside of their comfort zone tend to be more accepting of change. Am I right about that? Do you travel quite a bit? You are so right. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Every chance I get, and I always tell people, the way to make me happy is let me start planning my next trip. I'm Ooh, I'm always too. happiest. <laughs> I'm always happiest when I know like all right the next trip is booked or you know we're mm-hmm. we're planning the next destination. So yep. yes, I love 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 traveling. I know my my husband and I get up and go walking every morning and every day we say we need a vacation. We <laughs> We need a vacation and, and, and because we have nothing planned on the books right now. And so that's just kind of driving us crazy that we don't have anything that we can say we're actually looking forward to. And we, we, need, we need to, we're always, we always have to have something on the books. Right. The next destination is the, you know, the best thing in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is your next destination? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, I am getting ready to go to France um, the first couple of weeks in October. Yes, it's just right around the corner. And this trip has been in the works. We've been planning this trip. My girlfriend and I have been planning this trip for over a year. Oh, so so we it's are, almost here. We are like, oh, we are so good to go. We're we're starting this time. I've been to France several times, but my girlfriend has never been. So this is like a real eye-opener for her. And this time we're starting, we're going to Normandy first, mm. and then we're going to work our way back in via the train to Paris, and then we'll spend the second week in a small apartment in Paris. So, oh, yeah. I know, I, I know. That, that means, especially when you've been planning it, for a year and you're getting this close, it's, it's almost hard to contain yourself and go through a normal life knowing that you're getting closer and closer. I'm always just about totally no good 
the, the two <laughs> weeks prior to me going on a trip when I've been waiting that long. Right. I, I try to act responsible and responsive <laughs> to things, but in the back of my mind each day, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. what now what am I going to pack or what am I, what am I taking yep. or where's my passport? I'm, I'm planning all of it. It's kind of like on a, on a wheel in the back of my head that never really stops. So, so do you, yes, so you're right about that. Have you taken your suitcases out yet? <laughs> Well, you know what we decided to do? We're going to be like a couple of little vagabonds, I think. Because we're going to be traveling so much on trains, like a couple of days here and then get on the train, a couple of days here, get on the train, we decided that we're going to do like a small carry-on and a backpack. There you go. Karen, I I have to tell you that this is like new territory for me because (laughs) I like to have like, you know, if I could take the whole house with me, that's sometimes Mm -hmm. how I feel like I need Mm -hmm. everything. So um, we're going to see how this works out. But, yes, I went and bought my backpack this weekend. So I'm going to practice packing my backpack. And um, my friend who is going is a minimalist and I'm a maximist. So we're going to see how that all works out. (laughs) Well, the one tip I can give you is rolling your clothes really works and it keeps them from getting wrinkled and you can get a lot more in in your um, bag when you roll your your items. Isn't that the truth? Yes. I Mm -hmm. learned that trick and it really does work. Yes. Rolling the clothes is a good thing to do. I know. So what, what's one of your most memorable travel experiences? Well, you know, I had done a lot of ocean cruising on, mm-hmm. on big cruise ships. And I love that because you're self-contained and, you know, you unpack your suitcase one time and boom, you're, right. you're there. But um, a couple of three years ago, I took a riverboat cruise oh. down the Danube River. Yes. And, you know, the difference between that is about, what, um, maybe 140 people on a riverboat mm-hmm. cruise as opposed to, you know, several thousand on a big cruise mm-hmm. ship. So the intimacy and getting to know people almost immediately and then being able to be like, I just thought like right up close and personal as we would dock, you know, we were often right in towns and just, you know, just hop off the ship and you walked maybe two blocks and you were right in the center of a town. So I loved that experience. And being in Vienna and we Mm. actually got to go see a a ballet one evening. Yeah, it was just magical. I loved that. That was my, probably my all-time favorite trip. That, you know, that's funny because that's one of my most memorable all-time trips. And I did it two years ago and didn't, I just really didn't think that I would have the reaction to it that I had because I had really kind of delayed in my mind that being, you know, it was so far down on my bucket list. Um, And then I got the opportunity to do it. And I'm actually trying to put a group of people together for next year for my husband and friends and, you know, my meetup group and folks to have that experience as well. Because I just thought it was, it was like you said, you got 140 to 180 people on a ship as opposed to thousands. And even though you see each other, you can be as close and develop as new, develop new friendships as you want to, or you can be off and on your own doing your own thing. 
but it was just it was really wonderful and the castles yeah. and cathedrals and you know amazing I know it it really was uh it was an eye opener to me I I just mm-hmm. uh, had not seen that part of the world before and just fell in love with it yeah I would do that cruise all over again beautiful yeah. area you know what I say it what's really funny um I'm not one that really likes antiques and so my thought of going to Europe was everything was going to be old and it is but <laughs> But what's amazing to me are the buildings that are standing that are hundreds of years old that are absolutely amazing to look at. And we can't build a house to last 50 years without it falling apart. I just don't get it. And they didn't yeah. have the they didn't have the the equipment that we have. You know, most of that was done by hand. Right, right. Yeah, I think the architecture in Europe is just stunning. And, you know, whether mm-hmm. you're looking at a cathedral or a, whether you're looking at a church or whether you're yeah. just looking at, you know, I think their their center squares are always so fascinating to me because they, they built all these buildings around the center square and that's where all the activity was and, yeah. you know, where it continues to be in great part today. And you just look at that and you think, Think of all the people's feet that have trod on those cobblestones, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like walking in, walking in history, is ju- it's just amazing. I, I yeah. just, uh, I'm in awe of so much of the architecture there. I totally agree. Totally agree. So what was your latest travel experience other than moving from California to Cincinnati? Yeah. Well, I was fortunate enough to go on a, uh, talking about riverboat cruises, another riverboat cruise just this past spring. And this one was in Portugal. And I went up the... The Douro? The Douro River. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Yes. Well, I don't be jealous. Just go on the go on the cruise. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I went up the Douro River, which it sounds like you know is uh, 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 wine country for them. Yes. That's where they make a lot of their port wines. So you know, no matter we would dock in the morning and we would get off the ship, and we first place we would go would be the port winery, right where <laughs> wherever of we course. were. So we're sipping port wine at like 10 o'clock in the morning, which can't be all bad is the way I looked at it. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It It was 5 o'clock somewhere, not where we were. (laughs) And um, (laughs) um, gosh, wonderful food. And we actually took a day trip into Salamanca, Spain, which um, beautiful cathedrals and their town square, excellent. So yeah, it was wonderful. I I had only been to Portugal for on a day trip one a couple of years ago, and to actually explore and see Portugal, the the beauty and the the color and the the landscaping, and then the people are just so gracious. They're just so happy to have you there. It was wonderful. I I, I have to say that I think that's one of those kind of hidden jewels that people don't necessarily Mm -hmm. look at in their bucket list of planning trips. But I would highly advise um, going and seeing Portugal. It's just beautiful. 
Uh, Portugal is high on my list. In fact, the, the folks that I'm trying to get to go on the Danube, I was actually trying to get them to do the Douro and they outvoted me. <laughs> and so, so um, and then a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed um, a gentleman, the owner of Sagres Vacations, who specializes in Portugal. And he emailed me today and said, Karen, you know, you talked about wanting to see Portugal. What about us working together to put a group together? Um, custom, they customize um, vacation packages to Portugal and Spain. And it was like sold, definitely. I, anytime I can do wine tastings and eating, eating, eating some wonderful new foods and seeing a new countryside, I'm all for it. So we may try to do something next year. I I would heartily recommend it. And I would say you would not be disappointed. It is truly um, a beautiful, beautiful country. So yeah, I would double thumbs up to go on that one. Definitely. So what do you want people to know about you and your business? So do you take clients all over the country or are you only limited to Cincinnati? You know, um, I I really moved to the center of the country or as close to it as I possibly could here in Cincinnati so that I was not constantly catching a plane to the East Coast to work mm. with clients. And so now I, I just feel like I'm just literally a hop, skip, and a jump from so many locations that, um, you know, I I enjoy working with people all over um, the United States, Canada, and Mexico included there too. Nice. I was um, I was in um, New Orleans this spring. I I did a, a conference for workforce development. I was one of their breakout mm. speakers, and um, I was there before the weather hit, so it was yeah. just it was beautiful. And I I remember thinking it was so nice because instead of taking you know, a plane across the country to get to Louisiana, you know, I, I was just literally a couple of hours away by plane. So That's good. what a big difference that was. Yes. So I am, yeah, I'm a, uh, a national and, um, you know, comfortable traveling to all places. And that just goes along with opportunity and meeting new great people. Nice. And so who are your, who, what would be your uh, perfect client? Well, gosh, um, as far as speaking is concerned, I would say that, you know, anybody who is interested in having somebody who is engaging and motivational and has a, a good speaking voice uh, I would probably be the right person for the job. And as far as working with businesses and communities, I just love working with entrepreneurs to help them get up and get running, but also businesses and local governments to help them with their employees. And so whether it's doing team building or coaching or conflict resolution, I have a whole series of classes that I teach. So, you know, I guess my ideal client is probably anybody, if you stop and think about it. Okay, I'm good. A, I'm adaptable, and I, I just I love working with people. 
Nice, very nice. And I have one more question for you. Okay. What's, what's on your bucket list? We know you're going to France. We know you've yeah. been to Portugal and the Danube. What's next for you? That big thing well, that you're looking forward to. Right. Well, I promised myself that once I got to Cincinnati and got moved in and got settled, that I really wanted to take some trips around Ohio to get to know my new state, my new home right. state here. So I'm looking forward to doing like a trip to the capital of Columbus. And Dayton's only about, I don't know, maybe 45 miles away from Cincinnati. And so many cute little towns around the area. So I'm looking forward to kind of exploring by car the Cincinnati, the, uh, pardon me, the Ohio area. But I was looking just this morning and I, I thought there's a, um, oh, a riverboat cruise, but it's um, down the Mississippi River. And I thought, mm -hmm. the American oh, Cruise Line. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. I yeah. thought I have always wanted to, I mean, I've seen the Mississippi River. And I've crossed the Mississippi River, but I've never really been on the Mississippi River. And I thought, oh, wouldn't that be fun? So yes. I'm kind of thinking about maybe a local, you know, stateside Mississippi Riverboat cruise next year. That'd be good. There, um, I've got I I got a call just the just uh, Friday from a lady that was asking for the same thing. Um, American Cruise Line is a great new company. Um, that they started off with the paddle boats and now they are redefining American river cruising because they're bringing out some fantastic new ships. All of them are ocean view or river view. So you don't have to worry about what type of category you can get on the ship, but they're, they're doing some really innovative things with um, river boat cruising here in the United States. And it's good to hear that your bucket list is inclusive of the United States. So many times we travel outside of the U.S., but there's some amazing things to see here. Absolutely. Absolutely. My, my goal, and I'm sure a lot of people say the same thing, is to visit all 50 states. So I'm about two-thirds of the way there, but I still have a few left to go. So there I'm always go. looking for something that um, will lead me to a new state so that I can you know, experience whatever it is that is, you know, coming my way. Perfect. Perfect. Well, anything else you want us to know about you, Miss Ruth? Well, you know, I just appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. And I think it, that you're doing fantastic work as a an e-women podcaster. I think that's so exciting and so cool. And that it's, you know, it's about bucket lists. And I really think that everybody needs a bucket list. doesn't yeah. have to be a big one, right. but everybody needs a bucket list to be able to, to dream and to be able to see the future for themselves. I so agree. kudos to you, Karen. Thank You're doing you. a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for, for coming on the show today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. And we are going to take another quick break and sign off with Miss Ruth. And this is your bucket list buster. I'll be back in a minute. Hold on. 
Well, we talked about mancations as top trends earlier in the show. So I've got some trips for 2018 that just might interest you. Cruising Alaska out of Seattle, Washington. Your bucket list buster will board the Norwegian Pearl on June the 3rd, and we will be on board until June the 10th. Are you ready to check out check Alaska off your bucket list? Will our inside cabins start from $1,354 per person double occupancy? And if, the, if Alaska is on your list, then you need to go to peakscruisestours.com forward slash Alaska, taking $80 deposits right now. Another trip for this week and I believe we talked about it last week, is the Danube Delight River Cruise. That's right. That's one of the reasons Carolyn Sakaris is going to be joining us at our meetup this week. We are headed down the Danube River. If you are a history buff, amateur photographer, and culinary aficionado, ready to see the heart of Eastern Europe's cathedrals and castles, then this trip is for you. Eight days from Budapest, home of the spies, my husband says, to Nuremberg. Prices start at $3,095 per person. If you get your deposit in before the end of August, you get $495 airfare. That is nothing from the United States to Europe. We are, you can find that information at peakscruisestours.com forward slash river cruise. And those are our trips for the week. Well, folks, we've done it again. That's all we have time for. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to subscribe to Your Bucket List Buster and leave me a comment. I see we have listeners from Bucharest, Canada, Italy, um, all over the United States. I'm I'm getting some international love, and I love y'all back. Thank you for listening to the show for sure, but contact me. Let me know who you are. I'd love to connect with you on a personal level. Next week, we'll have certified autism travel professional training with the International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards, Jacqueline Fratus. Host Karen Duncan has just become certified with IB. CES and we'll be discussing the rigorous coursework it took for me to become one of those certified autism travel professionals in the country and why this is necessary to help families whose children have autism. This is your bucket list buster. Travel recharges your mind, body, and soul. You deserve it. Your bucket list buster is here to help you start living your dreams. Visit me on Facebook, like me on Instagram, and post some of your pictures. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you have found some resources in today's show that excite your travel juices, provided you with some valuable information for your next trip, and it gave you permission to take time off and have some fun someplace in the world. I love y'all. I'll talk to you next week. And let's go out and show some love to other people today. See you soon. Your Bucket List Buster, Karen Duncan.